I'm Kimberly C. Paul. Today we talk with Tammy Balstein and Sarah Lungsford. These two ladies create an amazing resource through a website known as Let's Talk About Death. How do we become the architect of our own destiny? Throughout two decades of working with the dying, I think I've discovered the secrets to dying well in America. We must learn to build the pathways to our last chapter, to create the blueprints that reflects our individual lives and values. Knowledge is power, and if we desire a death that reflects our life, we must become the designer. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on. And I just, I've seen your website. I think it is amazing. You've made me smile um, about very hard and controversial conversations. Sarah, you're a freelance writer. And, and Tammy, your, your background is your family was in the funeral business. And so how did you guys find one another? Well, she's like the yeah. death girl. She's always been kind of like the death girl. Yeah. And one of my <laughs> one of my nicknames growing up was Mo, and it started. My, my parents named me that because I'm the oldest of three kids, and I was you know bossy. But at school, they hear Mo, and everyone thought it was short for Morticia because I was. <laughs> I've always been about death, even as a little one. Yeah, so, yeah you have. I yeah. mean, she's like, I mean, yeah. uh, most people, they run away from dying people, and Tammy runs towards them. You yeah. know, she's like so unique that way. So then you ended up working for hospice. Right. Yeah, but right. we ended up meeting because we both had shows at our local public access television studio. And yeah. so I we had, were friends before this mm-hmm. ever this ever ha- came about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a political affairs show because I worked down in Sacramento for a while for the legislature blah, 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 did government reporting, blah, blah, blah. And then Tammy's just, uh, she has a really fun, entertaining show. And then she has this death thing on the side, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, this is, death this is what they're doing. This is, yeah. this is, you are listening to like actually one of your videos on your, this is how they are. And this is, this is why it's so much fun. I, I, well, I was, I think I emailed you, Sarah. I was like, mm-hmm. you guys are my new best friends. Um, <laughs> so cool. I, I just, th- I just think that it's really great, the energy that you guys have, because death can be light and engaging um, yes, yeah. and sometimes humorous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And and beyond the nervous laughter that you have when somebody dies and you're trying to do something, right? I mean, yeah. people get into their cars when they're going to funeral services and they start to laugh with the nervous laughter, but you can actually laugh at death because it's funny. I mean, it's just funny. Funny things happen. And it's yeah, such it's a, weird. It's such a natural thing yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, naturally in life, funny things happen. And I think when someone is so stressed out and going through the worst part of their life, if you can find something to make you smile yeah. or giggle, a memory of your person that you loved or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just oh, such a relief. Laughing and crying, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys were at this cable network channel uh-huh. working together. So when did you guys have a conversation about I'm fascinated with death and so am I and how do we make this website? Um, because your web, tell me your domain of your website. It's let's talk about death dot X, Y, Z. But when you go to it, it mm-hmm. it's. Uh, is it on passing? It says on passing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was actually. Uh, that's your story yeah yeah kind of a it was an interesting set of circumstances because I'm a freelance writer I go to writing conferences and I go to this one writing conference every year 
And um, there's this one agent that I really wanted to have represent me. And I, I knew by about the second or third time that I met her that there was no way she would ever represent anything that I wrote. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I just got to give up on that one, right? Uh-huh. And it just so happened, um, I think it was about the fourth or fifth time that I met her, Um I ended up sitting next to her at dinner, and this was the last night of this four-night, uh, four-day writing conference. And because I do caregiving, I've been my mom's caregiver for five years. I kept asking people, you know, publishers, are you writing books about caregiving? I mean, I don't have to write them. I just want to know that when the baby boomers get up there, there's resources for caregivers out there. Mm -hmm. And um, nobody was talking about caregiving. Nobody was talking about any of those issues. And uh, I actually write a freelance column called The Sandwich Generation. And Mm -hmm. She, this particular agent, she goes around the table and she asks everybody, you know, what are you working on? And I thought, well, I can't really tell her what I'm actually working on because she won't like it. But I'll just talk to her about my real job, right? My articles, my this and that. And so once you get me started typically talking about caregiving, I just like go, it's like I talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. It's such a huge part of your life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and part of my frustration is there's just no there's really no firm um, help out there for people, mm-hmm. like realist, what I call realistic help. And uh, so I started to talk to her about that, and she goes, well, you know, I really think that, that there needs to be a book about helping people care for people who are dying at home. And I said, oh, okay, you know, I don't have any experience, well, very little experience in that, let me put it that way. And she looked at me and she said, but you don't have any experience in that. And I said, well, no, I don't. And she goes, well, do you have a friend maybe who does? And I went, why, yes, I do. (laughs) My death friend, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, you know, that's how it actually came about. And then we were like, you know, we talked about doing a blog and then it was like so arduous to do a blog. And then it was like, well, we both do camera work. I mean, we actually enjoy being on camera and we talk, you know, yeah. and it just sort of took off from there. So <laughs> we like this. I mean, we actually really, really like doing it. We like yeah. filming the video blogs. We like talking about all this stuff. We like to educate people. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got the death stuff down and I kind of have the caregiving stuff, at least in a manageable ball. And, um, and so, you know, so that's how this book came about this book idea, which is on passing, uh, gently into eternity is the title and we're shopping it around now and hopefully we'll have a publisher for it in the beginning of the year and then we'll rush and write it and, you know, push it out. But really it's, it's, it's about education, you know, and I, I texted Tammy and I said, you have this opportunity. We have this opportunity. It's like right up your alley. Right. And Tammy was no, like, your first, okay. your first sentence was don't say no. Oh, that's right. You, yeah. That's <laughs> that was the first, first don't say no, no until, until you hear you, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, she, and she told me what it was about the book and mm-hmm. the whole idea. And I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. sounds so great. Yeah. So, great. so that's how we ended up doing it. So, yeah. I mean, even if we didn't end up with a publisher, I think we'd still continue actually during the video blog yeah i think so oh i mean why not self-publish yeah we could do that too yeah totally yeah we could do that (laughs) we'll try the traditional way for a little bit and then if it doesn't pan 
well, we may just roll it out some other way, yeah. you know, so. But it all seemed yeah. to be, it's like, um, it, the way it all fell together, like yeah, it, was it was meant, like to, meant be, to be, you know? Yeah. So whether mm-hmm. it's the book or the videos or whatever, there's mm-hmm. got to be something because yeah, it's just, exactly. it was just so meant to be. Yeah. So you, Tammy, you have the hospice experience. Have you worked for hospice or have you volunteered for the, a hospice? Both, both. So um, do you want me to start from how I got to hospice? Uh, sure. So uh, I grew up, like you were saying, in the mortuary business. I come from generations of funeral directors and embalmers. And that is what I always thought that I would be, you know. I told Sarah, as a little girl, people would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, oh, I want to be a mortician and an actress. <laughs> I told you. Okay, for a little while there, I wanted to I wanted to own a gas station because I like the smell of gas. But that was only, that, I, wait, I like the smell of gasoline. Let me clarify that. Yeah. But, um, but that was like for a short period of time. But, um. But I've always thought <laughs> this is what I would be doing. And so my husband and I, we moved into a different county. I applied for the mortuaries here, but we live in this small community. There's only two mortuaries in the whole county. They're owned by the same family. And it's really hard to get into work like that. It's the kind of thing where people either like it and they stay or they don't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. not like there's a lot of kids like, ooh, for the summer, yeah. I want to work at the <laughs> mortuary. Yeah. It's not like that. So people stay, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get in. I couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know what else I wanted to do. I didn't want to do anything else. So I, I looked on um, Channel 6, PBS, uh, Public Broadcast, was having this show that they uh, about home funerals. And it was a brand new thing. And this was like eight years ago, I think. And the woman who they interviewed in this show, her name's Jerry Grace Lyons. Awesome lady. She is in California. And she puts on these home funeral trainings, uh, final passages. And I went and I took the home funeral training because I thought if I can't work at a mortuary, at least I can do something, help people with with dying at yeah. home, yeah. preparing the body at home and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I took the training, loved it. And I went to hospice just to tell them what I had learned and to ask if, mm-hmm. um, you know, if this is something they'd be interested in knowing more about because it seems such a natural progression from people dying in their homes to having the body at home for just a couple of days, you know, and, and kind of skipping past the mortuary. It saves yeah. them money. It's so personal. I love the idea. So um, I volunteered with them for a short while and then they asked if I'd like to work there and I did. So since then I've been at hospice and Mm -hmm. I love it. It is such a passion. So what is your role there? Uh, I do a few things as I still volunteer to be with patients Mm -hmm. in their homes because that's just something I like to do. I really enjoy it. And so I don't get paid for that. You're good at it. Thank you. Yes. So I, great. I don't get I don't uh, I don't get paid for that part. I just like it. But my paid job at hospice is I do outreach. So I go to um, fairs and little festivals mm-hmm. and things like that just to tell people about hospice and and what what it is that we offer because people still have you know as you would yeah. know they a lot of people still think that it's the very very end of yeah. life when you call yeah. or it's brink of for, death right yeah mm-hmm. or, or only for people with cancer or things like that you yeah. know yeah so um so i like to go out and educate people i actually love attending meetings which is weird but i i'm sort of a people person so i like to just be there i could i would never have pegged you for that <laughs> 
I just <laughs> I love meeting people and going to meetings and and doing that sort of thing. But my other program it's called Grief Busters, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm the coordinator of that. We cover two counties up here, Amador and Calaveras, and we work with kids five through nineteen who are grieving the death of someone that they love. And it's a free program that our hospice offers. And um, I train mm-hmm. volunteers and they go to the child's school yeah. and see them for um, maybe up to an hour or so at a time. It's like during a class period that they mm-hmm. are allowed to, to skip. Yeah. Um, that way the parent doesn't have to drive them to a, yeah, a, a session or yeah. pick them up yeah. afterwards. And we mm-hmm. work with the schools beautifully. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, that is my that's my other paid position, Outreach and Grief Busters. Yeah. So, Sarah, you're full. You're a freelance writer. Yes. You've got a job with hospice. I mean, how how do you have time to do this? Let's talk about death website and these videos. When do you guys find time? Um, we it, we do like a um, we do a block of time. Yeah, and you know we. <laughs> Well, actually, I decided that we would be totally unconventional and just do blocks of 10. So we filmed blocks of 10 of them. And, you know, you're supposed to change your clothes and oh, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that. I'm like, oh, no, you know. Well, and the last... <laughs> the information is the most important thing. The but last you one know, we did in the last, cemetery. Yeah, that yeah. last... Yeah. I, never, I never knew you were wearing the same clothes, just to let you know. Really? <laughs> yeah. I brought a bag of clothes I did to, too. at the last set we did in the cemetery. And then I'm thinking... How embarrassing would it be if we got caught changing our clothes in the cemetery? The cemetery yeah. so, so we decided just to wear the same, same thing. Clothes, yeah, it was yeah. like, okay, click. All right, what numbers? By the yeah. end, by the 10th one, I was like, it could be 11, it could be 12. We I know. will figure it out when I yeah. actually go through and title it and turn it into a, a video blog. Yeah. So, so you guys, you guys are filming this too. Do you have a camera guy helping no, you? No, no, we, no, just no, do I it film it. we film it. We film it. <laughs> we yeah. do everything. I do yeah. the website, which is why, you know, it doesn't get updated maybe as, as frequently as it should. So what I do is I um, just run the video blog through Movie Maker. I add titles and then the music and then, you know, push it out up on the YouTube, put it on Facebook and then uh, put it out onto Sarah the website. is brilliant. She is so smart. Anything that has to do with the writing, the technical stuff, if it takes any brains, Sarah's the one who's doing it. <laughs> She's the brains of the group. Not necessarily the brains, but at least the oh, technical part of it. You I can totally it are. Google you totally is a are. good friend. Yeah. We're, we're like the odd, the odd couple of death. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, odd couple of death. Yeah. That's, that's actually, oh, yeah. OCDs. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you guys... Uh, <laughs> So you guys, are you guys having a big following on YouTube or what's the response been like? You know, it's been, it's slow. been slow. Yeah. yeah. We're not the best marketers. That I think that's where our big, uh, I don't know, right. issue is, but we're slowly getting a following. We just started this in the middle of the summer. What was it? June oh, or God. July? Seems something like, like it, yeah. it all rolls together, but we get, you know, slowly but surely we're getting more hits on the website we're getting more people you know making comments on facebook mm-hmm. or you know saying oh i saw it on facebook or um that type of thing so slowly yeah. but surely we're gaining a following yeah so what is the goal of this website is it to publish the book um or uh-huh. is it to just push out content that based on your personal experience you're trying to share. So tell me a little bit about some of your goals. Basically it's, it's to educate people. I think, you know, I know when I did my public affairs show is mostly, mostly, sorry, about 
educating people, you know, letting them know what's going on. And for me and for both of us, actually, the website really is about educating people and letting people know that they're not alone in this type of a journey. Excuse me. You know, it's um, it's just like I think to get that real um, how, how do I say it? that real person experience mm-hmm. to even hear that, yeah, you're going to freak out when stuff happens and you don't have to be perfect. And the next time right. somebody tells you you need to do self care, you know, and you want to slap them, you know, that's what happens. It, it just, you know, we not both, that I'm yeah. a violent person, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know self care, come on. Um, but we both it, are there's just, a way to to live your life yeah. with this. Let me put it that way. I think we're both pretty you know down to earth. I mm-hmm. I just like real life stuff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And and I I don't have a problem with letting people know ahead of time. You know what your your siblings, you guys are gonna argue mm-hmm. and that's normal. Yeah. It's this yeah. is gonna happen, this this might mm-hmm. happen, and it's mm-hmm. all normal. You are not a horrible person, your yes. family is not totally dysfunctional. Yeah. This stuff happens, it's real mm-hmm. life and um, you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What it, What is so interesting, even with our conversation, you guys cannot stop smiling. What, <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys are talking about death and dying, and you are like enthusiastic about it. What is it all about? We are. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, it, yeah. it's just about sharing these types of experiences with people, and they're, some of them are funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, as an aside, this is not a death and dying thing, but this is a caregiving thing. My mom, I mean, it took me forever to get her to go into the hospital to do a colonoscopy, okay? And you have to have them after age, what is it? I don't know, 50, 50. or something, right? And um, they give you this big, long list that you're supposed to look over. And, of course, I just glance at it. I don't read it thoroughly, except that I know she needs Jello. Right. I know she needs jello and clear liquids the, the, the day before, like 24 hours before or whatever. And so I thought, well, I'll get her her favorite kind of jello, which is like cherry and strawberry raspberry jello. I make like enough jello to fill the top part of the refrigerator. I mean, there's enough jello that she will not go hungry the right. whole time. I give her the jello. She's like, OK, this is really good, but I don't like this. You know, she complains about it about the whole situation. And then the morning I'm supposed to take her in, I I actually read the pamphlet and it says no purple or red jello. Uh Oh, (laughs) and these are like real life stuff. This is what happened. So I had to call and cancel and she was ecstatic. She was so happy. I mean, but these are sort of experiences you go through and you're like, I was like, wow, okay, I could either beat up on myself. Oh, you, like, you didn't you didn't say the hell with it, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because it's going to show up as blood. Oh. Ah, see, that's the thing. It's going to show up as blood in the colon uh, because it's red. Yeah, that's the catch-22 yeah. of that. So anybody who's listening, only like lemon, lime, maybe orange jello for a colonoscopy. Nothing yeah. else. Good. Good tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good tips. <laughs> no grape, no raspberry, no cherry. Right. Yeah, nothing red or yeah. purple. But it's those types of experiences you can't beat yourself up over, you know. And some people they will beat themselves up over. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah. So oh. let's let's tell the audience uh, and the listeners how do they find you? And I will say this: you have to 
at least take 20 minutes out of your life and spend with these two individuals. I think the videos are about five minutes each, five or six minutes, very short, but I will tell you, you will walk away with a smile on your face. And I'm hoping you're hearing some of the interaction and the conversation today that will actually spark you guys to go directly there because it, it was really a pleasant pleasant experience and I love I could watch you guys <laughs> all day I mean it, it, all day I mean it's it, it was really enjoyable and and what you had to say I think came across as very authentic and genuine um but also uh you know some humor kind of involved in there and so tell let's tell people how to find you Okay, um, you can email us at letstalkaboutdeath at gmail.com. And then you can visit our website at letstalkaboutdeath.xyz, new domains and, and that type of thing. And then on Facebook, you can connect with us at Let's Talk About Death. And before we go, let's talk about your possible book. Um, basically, it's, it's a, I don't want to say a how-to, but a how-to help someone go through the dying process if if especially if you're bringing them home which seems to be going to be what the trending will be as mm-hmm. far as people dying at home and it's it's okay for someone to die at home it's okay yeah. for um you know, to you to bring your parents home, it's 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 more than yeah, okay. It's, it's more than okay. I'd say it's ideal. And there's help out there for you. So this this book is actually designed to help people help their loved ones die at home and be okay with it and understand mm-hmm. there's going to be family issues, there's going to be personality issues, mm-hmm. there's going to be times when you want to throw up your hands and just say, I cannot do that, and you're going to freak out, and that's perfectly okay. You mm-hmm. can still do this. So that's really the point of the book is that if you want to bring your loved one home, if your loved one wants to, to come home to die, you can help them. And that's what the book yeah. is about. It's a, it's a very practical um, way of. It is yeah, almost like a yeah. how-to book. We mm-hmm. we've interviewed was like five or six different yeah, pe- uh, people so far who mm-hmm. have taken their loved one home. Yeah. Um. And and they eventually died at home. And mm-hmm. some of their stories are awesome. And some of the incredible yeah. things and experiences they had because their loved one was at home. Mm-hmm. And some of them talk about things that they did not expect that were. Yeah that were, mm-hmm. you know, broke their hearts, things that were mm-hmm. really hard for them and difficult. And, um, but we talk about all of it uh, yes, in yeah. the book, in just the book. real life mm-hmm. stuff, you mm-hmm. know, but um, people. Just practical, yeah. down to earth. I don't advice. know if anybody yeah. would regret bringing their loved one home no. to die. You know, I think they might regret not doing it. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I think so, so many people in America, especially that, that big F word fear, mm-hmm. you know, of, yeah, of, of what awesome. to expect and, and how, and, and what, when do I call and when do I need someone or right. when do I not call someone? Um, especially those with, you know, non-cancer diagnosis, you know, with the congestive heart failure or mm-hmm. pulmonary, they're having a hard time breathing. And you, when you watch someone with a hard time ha- catching their breath, the first instinct is call. 911 to exactly. help them. Exactly. Um, but it's about also teaching them the symptoms that everything can be controlled within the home and through 
hospice organizations, palliative care organizations, mm-hmm. home health organizations, because let's face it, um, hospitals is not where you want to go. No, um, no. You're going to pick up, especially elderly individuals with um, lowered immune systems, mm-hmm. um, they're going to pick up things that um, ultimately may and have in the past um ended their life. Yes, absolutely. Um, so absolutely. home is his where you can control the environment and the mm-hmm. safety and the and the, the not keeping all the 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 disease and infection and all of that out. You you have somewhat control of that. Um, nice. because a lot of people, there's sick people in the hospital. Oh, they're yeah. very sick people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had pneumonia recently and the and the physicians like we're going to have to we're probably going to have to admit you to the hospital. I'm like, "Why? Sick people are there. Don't right. send me there. My immune system is compromised." Yes, yeah, exactly. And Don't send me to the hospital. Yeah. 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 No. And yeah. and I think one of my greatest wishes and of course you can plan for your end of life, but mm-hmm. only when when you're in that um, immediate sort of facing that, can can you only know um, how you're going to react? But I would love to be in my bed mm-hmm. in my final hours and days and hear my friends laughing about all the crazy crap that I've gotten yeah. myself into yeah. that yeah. has really made my life more of an adventure, sometimes yeah. an embarrassing adventure, <laughs> but it's hindsight, you know, oh. hindsight's twenty twenty. It's always those yeah. embarrassing, vulnerable moments that you're like, yeah, that was yeah. funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Those are the best. So it's true. I'm keeping notes of all the embarrassing things Sarah does, so I can, uh, I can announce Yeah, it'll be the content. addendum, yeah. The <laughs> video blog by Tammy, yeah. right? The bloopers. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what else I love about about taking people home is that um, you have control over other things too, like how the room is decorated. Yes, yeah. The kind of mm-hmm. if you want music playing in the the background yeah. all day or night, you're not going to mm-hmm. be interrupting or you know um, disturbing some person next to you in the in the hospital room. Um, it, you have control over everything. Yes. Yeah. And sure. I sort think it's beautiful. Sort of death by design sort of thing, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I, I tell you, I think great things are going to come your way. Your energy is infectious. I think, um, I just, whatever I can do to support, um, people such as you that are in this for the right reason and just want to pay it forward by your personal experiences. You, you guys are amazing human beings and I, I feel your energy even through the screen and our conversation. <laughs> and I tell you, if I'm ever in California, I might not make it to the rule part, but you guys better come to the city yeah. part and come <laughs> see us have dinner. Definitely. Definitely. That would be so fun. Yeah. yeah. would love that Look, for sure. You guys continue the good work and I've got my fingers crossed. Um, this book is going to happen. Um, so just trust it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you much for having, having us. It's so much fun. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. And remember, you're the designer.